Sure. Okay, well, uh, welcome to uh, Live from America podcast from the Comedy Cellar in New York City. Noam Dorman is here and Hatim Gab. How are you? Oh, boy, what a, what a rousing introduction. I know, without the music, it feels so weird. But, yeah, well, you can add something. We have great guests tonight. Uh, you know, uh, you guys ready? Welcome to the Comedy Cellar. Well, uh, we have speaker and comedian Zarna. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And comedian Darinder Singh. Welcome back. Close enough, thanks. You can you can correct me. I'm bad at <laughs> names. It's Narendra Singh. That's what I said. That's what he said. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's what I said. Uh, and he's been in the show before, so I should I should know. Uh, comedian Pooja Reddy, uh, welcome to the show. She's a stand-up comedian and previously worked at the White House as well for the Obama administration, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And an award-winning filmmaker and actor, dancer, Bollywood, and here, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gayatri Patel. Welcome yes. to the show. Did you say your name right? It's a uh, guy tree Patel Ball now, but yeah. I thought in the website oh. doesn't say Ball. It does say Ball. Oh, does it? Yeah, the website is GuyTreeBall.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> so one of the names wasn't uh, I didn't. No, get but it. you're fine. I play around with both. You oh, know, okay. That means you got married. I did get married. Congratulations. Like six years ago. Oh. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And she's in. <laughs> she's in. It only gets better. I'm still married. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your wife is, uh, we were talking about, your wife is half Indian, right? Yes, she's half, she, yeah, she's, she's half Indian and she looks full Indian. <laughs> so what did you want to tell me? So I thought I was going to die. That's Shit. why Harry's here. So I, I didn't tell anybody. I, I, had, uh, I had symptoms and I, and I thought... I thought of you. I said, how does he handle it? I thought I was a goner, but I'm okay. But for like almost two weeks, I was, I, I was walking around thinking that uh, I, I might have uh, Shit. cancer. Oh. Why didn't you call me? I'm the man to talk to, not Harry. He didn't talk to me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this motherfucker's going to get a heart transplant. Seriously. <laughs> he's going to outlive me. Uh. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was your. <laughs> that was what you worried about? <laughs> Not worried about. Like, like, <laughs> he's so com competitive, Norm, even in living. So uh, we're going to talk about um, our topic is uh, South Asian. That's it? You don't, you don't care? Uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk, talk to you. And I don't know if you want to share it in the air. That's why. You know? uh, no, no, that's okay. It's a, that's it. I just, I just, I, I, like, I really went through. So I don't know if anybody's been through it. Like when you think you might die, oh, and you've been through it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it brings a thought process that can't come to you any other way, except by having that experience. Yeah. <coughs> and it, it changes you. Oh, hundred percent. It's it's, it's <coughs> insane. You know. But I'm glad everything worked out and you're fine, right? I'm fine. Good, good. Do you want to tell us the story? or? Uh, oh, I, I had abdominal pain, and okay. then I had a, a, a blood test, and um, the blood test was somehow alarming to the doctor, and it, it looked, uh, it was, it was uh, and, and when he felt my abdomen, he, he didn't think it was where it turned out to be, so, he, so he, it, it seemed to point to it could be colon cancer. And Shit. I did have a colonoscopy, but then, of course, you know, I'm reading on the internet. Did you know that a lot of people die a year or two after they have a colonoscopy? <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> it's not like any kind of uh, thing. And, and I don't know. It's a good question. Like, I don't know if it's a, a rationing kind of thing because <clears throat> the insurance companies have so much say in this kind of thing. But why should you wait five years? Why can't I have a colonoscopy 
every year. Why take the chance? I mean, five. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I think it depends on your insurance. Some insurances do that. I'll pay for it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, of course, we would all like, or most of us would like, that anybody rich or poor yeah. could have access to the same health care. And obviously, uh, if everybody wanted to have access to a colonoscopy every year, um, we we wouldn't have the money. But I don't know everyone, right? It feels like isn't it a pretty invasive procedure? Yeah. It's yeah, but what, but it's not that bad actually. You you, you you they put you to sleep and you wake up and you don't even realize you you had it. And let's be honest, or, or every two years, what? Let's be honest. Somebody here have a doctor relative, right? Oh. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so you're not, you're not, nothing in that one. My dad, but no. my husband. <laughs> yeah, your, your husband is a doctor, right? Yeah. What, what kind of doctor? My husband's an Come, interventional. Close to the mic. To the mic. Oh, my husband is an interventional radiologist. Okay. Oh, but so my dad actually got a colonoscopy done a couple of years ago, and yeah. we were just, he's had some health stuff. And it's interesting that you say, like, to do one every year, but you have to do, like, an anema. Like, you have, it's, like, pretty intense, right? Like, you can't eat, and then you have to, like, clear out your stomach completely before it's you do it. It's not that bad, given the, the point is that the risk is worth the reward. Yeah, the risk is yeah. worth, or every tier is, I don't know what it is. It's just the idea that there's no easy way to just say, listen, what what I was saying is that I it feel I feel bad that that um, that the poorest among us can't get everything they might want that I might want. On the other hand, if I can afford it, am I supposed to say, well, I can afford it, but I'm not going to get it because that wouldn't be fair to the people who are not going to get it anyway? Like if I can afford, it, I, I want to get the extra tests. And you should. So I got to find out why I, why colonoscopies are. Um, every five years, because if you read about it, you Google people who die. It's it's a lot. It's not like uh, you know, a f it's not a freak occurrence. It happens with some regularity. Like every week, somebody wins the lottery. You know. Anyway, okay. Don't just Google people that die because you'll be weird. <laughs> Actually, a lottery is a lottery is a freak occurrence. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, so uh, and and all I could think about was my kids. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, How old are they? Um, don't tell me. No, they're um, seven, six, and two. Oh, so I was like, uh, and, I, and I'm sure that it's, I would have had more selfish thoughts if I were, were dying. But the initial thoughts were like, oh my god, this what's going to happen to these you, kids? You know, you know, you uh, you think so? Raised but by my Indian. <laughs> I, mean, I think she'll do a great job. That was all. That, that was all his introduction to get to that point. <laughs> no, but the, the, the idea that they should have to go through this, aside from, aside from also worrying about how they'd be raised and what kind of man my wife would bring home, you know, their new dad. But uh, the idea that um, they would have to go through, well, you know, how Indian women are. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to go through that kind of pain. Yeah. At that age, especially seven and six, where six, uh, it just seemed unbelievably unfair to me. That's sadly all you think about when you when you're close to. Uh, uh, is this too sad for you guys? Because uh, <laughs> uh, because when you get to that close to that point where you feel like something might happen, all you think of is the other people, not you. You know, that's all you think of: your kids, your parents, your wife and husband, whatever. You know. Now, of so. course, knowing that I would be reincarnated was a comfort. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, that's real. <laughs> that's not, that's what do you think well, that you would be reincarnated into? Hey, thank you. Half reincarnated, right? So Harry came. Harry's my good friend. And and then um, this is actually very true. I don't know if I said So Harry, you know, we're, Harry and I are very close. And Harry lost his father not that long ago. And also on my mind was how that, that, now, that Harry would have to go through another 
death of somebody close to him. Did you like my response to that note? Yes. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Harry Harry came to have a drink with me to to celebrate the fact that I'm that I'm not dying and he's not losing me. Cheers, Harry. L'chaim, as as we say in India. Are you sad or happy? I can't. I have like three friends. Three friends. <laughs> I think the Harry problem is not close. losing Norm. I think the problem is making more friends. Um, anyway. Okay, so, so yeah. that's that's all I have to say about that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have some serious discussion after this show. Okay. You and me. Because uh, things need to be addressed here. And I know. So tell me about these. Well, these welcome th- to the show, guys. <laughs> it's usually more uplifting in the beginning. But, you know. <laughs> We something like that is major, and uh, I didn't say I know. was dying. That would have been <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, uh, we we, we want to talk about uh, South Asian filmmaking and comedy. You know, you all guys performed uh, here. You originally from South, somewhere in South Asia, right? Where, where are you from? India. India. Come, cl- India. come closer to the mic, okay. please. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 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 My family is from South India, but I was born in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think the old, you you were born here too, right? No, mm-hmm. I was born in India. Okay. So you're not one of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You, you, you look a lot like my wife's relatives. Like you could be a cousin of my wife. Oh, really? Where is her family from? Trinidad. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think he told me um, her name was Juanita. Juanita, yeah. Bihari was, uh, uh, but I think Ram Gulam was, I think, actually the... Uh, her surname, her like family yeah. name? The name, and then they changed it to Bihari. Bihari. Or Prakash, I don't know. Prakash, Prakash is his father's name. <laughs> yeah, just from Trinidad. So, so it seems like like now is the time. I mean, I was, she's born in Brooklyn too, but I was discussing with you guys uh, a little bit before the show. It's like it's time for uh, it's uh, you know the, it's the rise of Asian South Asian comedians and filmmaker this time. Am I right? Yeah. Like, it seems like you're all over. This is your time. Well, it seems like that. I'm not sure it's actually happening, but that seems to be the story. But it's it's bit, you know a lot of a lot of South Asian comedians are blowing up right now. You know, yeah. trying to. Oh, R- Russell Peters. Russell Peter has been around for a long time. He's yeah, he's been around. Hassan Minhaj. Hassan, yeah. Yeah. Aziz. Uh, Aziz. Oh, that's right. That's Aparna right. That's right. Uh, Nimesh. You see, uh, you can tell uh, our minds when we say South Asian is a little different, right? No, because they're all American. I see. I see them. I know they're Indian, but I, I see them as American as opposed to being born uh, in India. Yeah. But but that, but yeah, me, well, me too. Know that. They're a part of the South Asian diaspora, right? So their their heritage or their cultural heritage sure. is. Yeah. And it's a big part of them. They all they all talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. comedy in general is blowing up. So is it a proportional growth? You know, comedy itself is all over the place now. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm. It's true, but uh, but it seems like, you know, uh, more sitcoms, more shows, more, you know, they're targeting, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, you know, uh, studios are targeting all the uh, Yeah, there's uh, more set. representation right yeah. now. I think a lot of people have worked for that and yeah. it's been just a steady like I mean for the last 20 years if you meet you know people who've been sort of chipping away trying to create opportunities you know finally we're seeing like a break but you know it's like it's like a little iceberg a little you know it's like a touch and we're all and then it looks like a lot but for for us you know, we see like a few people and we're like, that's still not enough because it's not representative. You know, we're starting to see more representation. It's just not representative of um, all of us, yeah, you know, so and we, there's so much, yeah. there's so many layers to us. Uh-huh. And that's so, yeah. So, so it's good, but it needs to keep going. Who's that? Is that nice. your wife? Yeah, yeah. She oh. looks Indian, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, but why, so my first question is like, why you guys label it like South Asian? Why not? Indian or Pakistani or like why does it including is it like to target like is it I don't I don't know the right word is mm-hmm. it to use that better no, I think it's, it's just cultural. to be more yeah no to be more representative of 
what incorporates South Asia, right? So that's India, Pakistan, you know, Bengali people, Nepal, Sri Lanka pe- people, yeah, Sri Lankans, and then also the diaspora of folks who come from the Caribbean as well, or people who are. How um, many people are there in Pakistan? I don't know how many people I, there are. Yeah, I would have to look. We can that Google up. it. Uh, wh- why Pakistan? Be, I'll tell you uh, because. But- so it's because primarily the culture, right? So yeah. you know, Pakistan was first a part of India. That's Sri why Lanka's, I was guessing. You know, really yeah. influenced by Indian. You yeah. know, I mean, again, there's like, and you, st- uh, it, it evolves a bit, but I mean, the food, the clothing, all this stuff is influenced, and so it's by similar. So it's so representative. Other, yeah. But my point is, like, here, here is, and I say that respectfully, and I said it to so many people. I think a lot of people are using even, even Arabs, even Muslims, even not not just that as much, but they do shows that label certain. Uh, ethnicity to attract more people so to kind of use that you know in a way you know uh, l- like like i like i i said that too uh, we had an episode where the, we have transgender comedians and mm-hmm. and i think you kind of like if your goal is to be part of the community which we're all trying to be you know why are we separating each other by doing these shows no i think it's just an opportunity like you know one night every two months to but have for you a it's night. one night but there's so many yeah. south asian shows you know it's not too true with acting for you, you know? Okay, but, but the, the truth is that immigrant communities have always had that. Like, even the Yiddish theater, there was the Borscht Belt comedians. No, no, was, I, was I understand. I just don't agree with it. I, that's what I said many times, not with different guests, different well, ethnicities. Well, when you, know? you have recent, I don't, I don't know what's going on here, but when you have a recent um, a community which recently immigrates to a country, um, they may not enjoy the mainstream entertainment Called, uh, and, and they prefer to be entertained by someone who understands them and knows so, their references. So I guess my question, the first question before that is, do you guys perform, do you target, you know, everyone or you target South Asian audience and fans? So I, I think we all are working comedians all over New York, yeah. right? So the South Asian show that I do is just one night every two months, but I host a bi-weekly show in the Lower East Side that's all comedians it's called critical darlings i hope you know do whatever five shows a week on other people's shows and do clubs too so it's more so like i talk about me as a person right but it is cool to do a show every now and then where i'm can tell a joke about my mom and people are like oh i absolutely know what you're talking about or i could like slip into hindi or telugu or or whatever and kind of tell a little bit of a joke that truly only someone from my experience is going to understand that. So those are just spaces for us to come together and to laugh and to just like appreciate our culture. Okay. Also, it's not exclusive. For example, I do a show called Hind Jews where I've partnered with a Jewish lady. I don't like that show already. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually really funny. We welcome (laughs) you. And we're trying to include more cultures in our show. So it's it's a theme. It's not excluding anybody. It's just what I mean, it's smart. You want to include Jews in any show. That's pretty smart. (laughs) I like it. It's funny or not. Nothing in that hair. Uh, you know, they still, you know, it's still a good idea. But, you know, one of the things we, we discussed, I think, last, last week was the new thing about, and we discussed it a little bit, the brown comedy, the brown people mm-hmm. comedy, you know, yeah. the, the word brown, brown yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's never been there before. It's, I think it's, it's invented for, I don't like it, you know, but we, I mean, it's helping us in a, in a way, right? You're brown? Well, I guess yeah. I would be brown. Why are you yeah. brown? I don't know. Well, I, I, I said I don't like that. So, so why are Arabs brown? But um, not all Arabs brown. Some and oh. some. So why are you brown? 
I don't know. I didn't say I am or I'm not. I don't know the definition of it. You know, if it's uh, strictly a color, is it? Does anybody know? I, I mean, no. I don't think there's like a very technical entry procedure. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a part of us, I need to us. know if he's brown before I go any further. <laughs> <laughs> That's for security yeah. of the no nation. There's no admissions criteria. You're welcome. No, so, so the reason we talk about though is this, this show called Something Brown Show. We don't yeah. want to mention the whole thing. So what we were saying is like, it's just a promotion, you know? It's nothing has to do with, you know, uh, with uh, being brown. You know. In uh, my case, I would say I call mm. myself Funny Brown Mom. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, one that's my that handle I got you. because yeah. it clearly tells my audience what kind of humor they can expect from what, me. What is brown to you? What, what, brown what's the definition is like of a that? South Asian origin. Is it a color or is it a uh, It's a culture. Origin. It's a culture. It's a culture. Yeah. Okay. I speak Hindi. I do jokes in Hindi also in addition to all my English jokes. Yeah. It just tells my audience what they're going to expect from me, an overbearing, annoying Indian mom. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, and and you ask, like, how so do you know, are you brown? Yeah. And it's like, you know if you're brown, right? Uh, like, and if do you, you want to Well, I know how Noam, Noam treats me like I am brown. So, <laughs> so I know that that's, that's that. But no, but I, I, seriously, I didn't know. I think the word came out. That's why it annoys me. I think it, ca it came out. You know, I don't care, you know, what we are, you know. Uh, but I think that some people are invented it to use it, yeah. to have the same struggle like black people, for example, you know, and get that from it. And oh. and it's working oh, no. for some people. I don't think that's I that's don't. what I'm Actually, saying. No. But it doesn't. First of all, in, yeah. a, in a Trump rally, you're definitely brown. Yeah, you I know, think I'm black in uh, in the Trump <laughs> rally. Probably, maybe you're all black in yeah. the Trump rally. I actually used to perform for the um, Big Brown Show. You know, Bertino Bidala. Oh yeah. And Dino Bidala is brown. Well, yeah. that's that, that's yeah. why I brought it, but I didn't want to say. It looks but like, it looks I like I any get, Italian I ever saw. But I don't get booked anymore. But the point was, <laughs> it was I think it was You're done after. Enough. I think it was done after nine eleven to galvanize people because they felt being more marginalized. Mm. And as was, comedians it, or as people? As people, you know, especially people. Because when I went there, it was mostly old people, like you know, like grandparents, like parents, uncles, and aunties. And they're not going to laugh at David Chappelle jokes. Okay, they're going to laugh at the Big Brown jokes. Yeah, this that, is looks, about that looks like somebody brown to you uh, of the Big Brown show. That's one of the <laughs> reasons <laughs> we mentioned it. That is not a. Uh, go ahead, sorry. And that's exactly my point. It's a business. I love <laughs> Dean. He's a good friend. Uh, you but know, he's not brown. Okay, but okay. he's not brown. <laughs> you know, okay, so I, I'm saying he's smart. No, I, 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 I think the point was when he saw his cousins. Getting marginalized after 9/11, it kind of galvanized him. His Italian crazy, you know. <laughs> I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt yeah, because yeah, I've, yeah. I've done his shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And like you want to do it again? I understand. <laughs> no, 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 I, don't, I don't remember anybody being marginalized after 9/11. Yeah, I actually I, don't I remember that. Well, uh, I think there was a rise in hate crimes. Uh, Way later, no? like now we've uh, seen that, but now? after 9/11 we didn't see that. Against who? In New York. I'm saying, I'm saying, it was it was remarkable because we all expected it. We all braced ourselves for yeah. like a an anti-Muslim backlash. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But we never there was a huge rise. No, in no, there was not. not no, there was maybe. Oh. Yeah, we're talking strictly numbers. Yeah. It didn't happen. The, the, not the, not the, as much. actually, people Sikhs suffered more than true. Muslims. Yeah. After 9/11, yeah, for some yeah, reason, it's true. you know, because obviously some people are dumb and they don't know the difference. You know, so a lot of Sikh people actually and covered women. These are the two major. Uh, okay, major, I stand corrected. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, but in New York, it was, like you said, we were expecting much more. I, I would still say on no, the no, whole, much less. The, the, the fairest uh, interpretation of those events is uh, a very positive one about American culture, uh, not a negative one. That would it, would it, Even if there was some backlash, 
it was still pretty remarkable that after that kind of um, uh, jarring attack, historically unique attack, that Americans didn't lash out, as they had, like, against the Japanese in World that War II, or, and, they, and, and every other country That's, they do. Sure. I'll give you an example, because when Indira Gandhi was assassinated by yeah. two Sikh they butchered thousands of Sikhs. Yeah, that, that's the human nature. It, it, human nature, if it happened anywhere, he, anywhere, yeah. but it happened. But would have happened in 9/11. Yeah. Even though it's sad and tragic, only one Sikh was see, killed I, in Arizona. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, given the contrast of tribalism and everything, I'm no, actually this is why I'm like, still proud to be an American. Absolutely. By the way. That's why I always say this is the greatest country. Back home yeah. in Egypt, we lost a soccer game to Algeria. It turned to a war. Soccer game. And they're killing each other, and they're doing, you know, and here with all this attack, yeah, whoever is racist was racist before 9-11. That's my That point, is true. You know? yeah. that is so. true. I, mean, I grew up in rural Kentucky, so that was when my whole world shifted. I was in elementary school when 9-11 happened. So to me, the, at post-9-11 is when my diff how different I was, I guess, was really shown to me by my classmates, teachers, community How members. old were you when 9-11 happened? I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah, and I, you know, I was like, grew up in a very small town like homecoming queen like varsity soccer captain had a very all-american you were homecoming queen like uh, in our homecoming court yeah so so this is very interesting so in in the in the uh what what most blue state people feels like you know this backwoods racist kentucky they had a brown girl as homecoming queen yeah i was on homecoming court yes but i very much so because i was like assimilated and I grew up just like everyone else there but I don't think people understood that I was Indian or if I was Mexican right Mm -hmm. people were just very ignorant at that time but I will say that right after 9-11 that is when people were like you Arab person you this you that and that was the first time that I was like oh I'm different this is so strange my parents were just like these community members were like just shut up don't say anything back you know we're here as guests, I don't know. I mean, obviously now it's just different in, in Trump America, but yeah, it's... Uh, Do you feel it's different in Trump America? No, different in the sense of how people are reacting. Yeah. I think that like my parents probably now would have been like, that's not okay, and have more have had my back. But yeah. I think back then, you know, like almost 20 years ago, our parents were like, yeah, just kind of grin and bear it and just move past it and yeah. look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you suffer anything in the nine eleven thing? Were you know, nine uh, eleven was yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I actually moved away two years later, and I moved to India right after that. So I was I was just Are you escaping about interrogation or yeah. No, <laughs> I, um, this sounds suspicious. No, I moved to become an actress. I moved to Bombay to be an actor, and so for me, nine eleven was just I, I don't have this. It I wasn't assimilated. I grew up and I was weird. Oh. I was always just the weird kid in school. I was the only brown kid in my entire, like, it was like, it was like one little private school. There were 30 people in the class, and we grew up together from when we were, like, preschool till 12th grade. Yeah. And I was still, I was always never cool. So that was never a thing. But it's easier for the girl also, I think. What do you mean? Because I I just, I don't want to say. (laughs) Say it. Say it. No, I think (laughs) think that the, the only brown boy in the class has it harder than the only brown that's true. girl. That's true. not true at sure. all. Like I think he I said it was true. You were you but did you, but did you grow up in India? No, no, I grew up here. You grew up here. I grew up here. So well, I don't know. For me it was very difficult because I grew up, you know, I was in Alabama and um, my parents 
didn't let me go spend a night at anyone's house. Like, it was very much like I was... They so the problem was your parents, not the people. Uh. No, not necessarily, because, like, they were... It, it's a it's a bit of a two-way thing. I mean, I was told so many things. Like, I'm going to hell. You know, you're in a, I was in a Christian private mm-hmm. school. Yeah. You yeah. know, and oh, I was okay. like... And then, like, you know, I was Hindu. And yeah. so... Th- and I was very confused about it all. Because, yeah. I mean, at home, this is what we were doing. And we were Hindu. And at school, I was constantly told I was going to hell. And um, and I was different. It was just very, I was literally the only, there was not a black person in my school either. I was the only person of color. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, and is it more difficult? I don't think so, because my brother had a great experience. Yeah. And he was seven years younger than me. Okay. And he was the coolest I stand kid. I mean, but my sister did too. She was homecoming so queen. So it's you. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so you don't call her at all. It's all my fault. <laughs> no, or I paved the way. Because yeah. I did pave the way. Yeah, I, I like all I chipped away like constantly. It was it was a lot of like educating as I went along, constantly educating. So, so you you went to India to become an actress. Right? Yeah. So is it easier to become an actress in Bollywood than Hollywood? Oh God, no! <laughs> Bollywood is. Uh, Who's the biggest star in Bollywood? Who's the biggest? You know so Amir debatable. Khan? Yes, of yeah. course. You know he was here, right? When was he here? Summer, yeah. Oh, Amir Khan. He's one of the biggest, the biggest <laughs> Bollywood producer. In, yeah. in my sexist barbaric view of the world I feel like a, a pretty girl will always just like well, sure. it never get it as bad as a That's as true. a dude in a funny uh, well, hat I know. You know? I was also a when fat you're 12 kid. years old <laughs> <with races. laughs> a fat, it's not a like fat you. kid in a turban I mean <laughs> that at least he can control a little bit the worst part is when you look religious and fat you look more fat somehow. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, you're right out of like Lord of the Flies. Like uh, they call me Piggy, but don't tell the others. You know that. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. So yeah, I I think that. Uh, but but you know, it's really interesting because these guys were born and raised here. I came from India and yeah. went to college here. That's the first time I came here. I lived in Ohio for many years, college and law school. Yeah. I I don't even remember race being an issue. Like, at all. Maybe you didn't understand the language. I probably then? didn't. I mean, <laughs> it may have been going. I was I'm sure. <laughs> so focused on yeah. my whatever it is that I was trying to do and speed through it that yeah. I, I, like, I'm fascinated by the younger generation and the kids who are born here who are much more sensitive yeah. to it and, and attuned to it, I think. Because I don't know if you feel American, maybe you, are, you do now, but, you know, for them, they are Americans. So when right. you feel any difference, am I right? Yeah. You, you, you never f- hit on a hot cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, I, I never did. That's more pressure, man. You know, I, for me, it's it's so interesting. When I uh, moved to India, I thought I was going home. Yeah, like I was told all my life I wasn't from here. They were like, "You're different. You are. You're not one of us." So all my life, I was like, "Cool, I'm from India. That's where I have to go." Like in my head, if I want to go to where I'd be accepted for who I was, with my hairy legs and my sh- you know my braces and my brown skin and my like. Not at that time, I was not pretty, like you know, that takes like growing up and shit, and you know, wearing nice. Why do you have hairy legs? Because <laughs> when she was 13, because I'm brown and we get we have we have uh, dark hair, Genetic. right? So, like, you know, when you're when you're blonde, you don't need to shave your legs when you're eight years old or six I years see, old, I see. but when you're a brown girl and you know, your parents are like, Well, that's too early, you don't need to shave your legs, you're six, you yeah. know, 
but you start getting made fun of, and it starts really early. But it's your le- it's your hairy legs they're making fun of, <laughs> not your brown skin. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, but that is <laughs> no, no, it's I, a I'm, product I'm being, of your I'm being right. You know, but, but it's but it what's interesting. Thing, yeah. I moved to India, and it was so in. It was. Yeah. I found I I kept observing everyone. I and I was and I think it never occurred to me that in India you're surrounded by people who look just like you. Yeah. Right. And so you don't ever feel different. You you just feel. Like you're there's that isolating feeling that you feel growing up in rural America is just not something that would ever be a part of your experience. Although and she says she didn't feel the isolating feeling. No, it, it wouldn't be. But like it was assumed. I always thought everyone felt this way if you were brown. Like but, so, you were treated okay in India. No, that was another issue. Okay. <laughs> I, moved to, I moved to India and they were like, "You're American. You're yeah, not from here." Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. happened. And to then me. I was yeah. like, "This, yep." So well, now, let, I'm, let me ask you this question then. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that uh, um, people of different skin tones are never going to be able to assimilate together the way Europeans did when the country was, you know, basically all white? Do, do, do you do you do you foresee a time when, as brown people, the difference between brown people and and non-brown people will be as totally un uh, uncommented on as like an Italian and an Irish person hang out, American hang out together, or will there always be a separation? I think that's up to the the white people who have such a problem with people who aren't white, right? No, I think I don't, he, I don't know. Uh, I, I no, don't, no, uh, maybe I, human nature. I don't know. I, I I can answer. I think he's he's referring to like say here, where in America, Italian and Irish and all people they, yeah, they, yeah, they somehow get like along, but in back home. No, they, they get, get they don't even know. They, yeah. when they, but I tell you, they I don't tell even you know simple, that they, they can't the, see the it. The simple uh, reason mm. is colonies. You know, we were uh, raised like you have French, English, and they the part of separation was to create wars and hate amongst each other. Mm. So you grew up, you know, years and years. Here it was not a colony, you know, like that. You know, so that's the reason. But eventually I think they will get over it, you know. But I also I think so. some of it is just cultural, like, Italian culture and Irish culture may just not be that different. That they, they, they may be a lot more similar than when than. But they think. don't hate each other like Indian. But but in that's different. Well, that's that's another. But that's thing. if we were to comment on brown culture in America, just culturally we we have like a lot of different like. My daughter is 16, not allowed to shave her legs. It's nothing to do with anything. I don't want her to date ever until I'm ready to arrange. <laughs> <laughs> But so that's, that's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. And like so, of course she sticks out like a sore thumb and yeah. she if you had her here, she would have opinions about it. So wait, let, let me ask you. Wait, 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 wait. She can't shave her legs yet though? She's not allowed to. She tries Come to sneak. Seriously? Yeah, because I want to arrange her. Like, what else am I gonna do? Wait, wait, you're not joking, right? No, Are you I'm joking? not joking? I'm not. I'm so not this joking. is this is interesting because I'm a parent. Yes. Aren't you concerned? And I, I mean this with absolute respect. I'm not questioning. <laughs> no, it. Go for Aren't you concerned about the the psychological uh, stress that it's causing her to have the hairy mm-hmm. legs in school with all the? I mean, well, it's that or the psychological stress. I'll have to deal <laughs> with her dating all these people. I don't. She doesn't. She, she doesn't have to date because she shares with. Uh, she's keeping with hairy legs so nobody wants to, to, yeah, to, I'm to, like, to date you know, her. Like, I don't need her to look attractive <laughs> at all until I'm ready for her to be attractive for my purposes. Yeah. And so you're you're like the typical Indian mom right here because yeah. literally you know you know the whole like thing is that yeah. Indian parents are like you can't date anyone you can't date anyone don't you can't date anyone you know, that, that was why don't you have three kids like yeah. it's like a big leap like that, that that was actually a question that I I was about to ask is like you guys being comedians and actors are you considered disappointment for your parents 
No, I'm not. Wait, 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 hold on, let's not get all this in. So, (laughs) so, can you imagine what she's going through? No, she tells me. I don't have to imagine it. Oh, so you listen. Okay. She's American enough that she feels free to voice her opinions, and I make lots of jokes about what she tells me. Aren't you worried that she's going to go behind your back and, God forbid, uh, you get pregnant or something? Oh, oh you, t- you took God. a ten, you like, took a ten no steps. I said, God forbid. <laughs> Listen, a guy does not care about the hairy legs. You, you, <laughs> you girls, you girls are putting way too much faith in his hairy legs <laughs> as some sort of you know a, a crucifix that's going to keep the vampire away. The, the hairy legs are easily t- uh, ignored. I, I do worry about it, but I also employ all the other mom weapons. Like I, I threaten a lot. Yeah. I threaten, bribe. Threaten what? I mean, like, she can't live with us. Like, wow. I'm not open-minded enough to be like, oh, it's okay, mistakes don't happen. Like, it doesn't just so happen. So, aren't you worried that, and I say that, I hope she's no, not And I mean it. Like, I really can, mean, I'm an immigrant parent. Like, I cannot but, take on but any you know additional stress. You know there's laws, right? Laws about what? Like, there's social workers and stuff like that. She can... Well, she has no what? right to her legs being shaved. Not, not, not the legs, but I'm saying uh, she can report kind of abuse. Kind of she's not abused. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, how old is she? She's psychologically abused, but they can't do anything about that. I, the reason I, I say that because I know a friend of mine who was, uh, who was Muslim. He was very strict. Mm-hmm. And his kid did report him, you know. And he, they, they took him away from him for a while. Wow. You know, and he wasn't, do, he wasn't doing anything bad in in you know i i get it and yeah. i could i'm I just can see you. that yeah. so i make her life at home really fun and comfortable how do you bribe her all kinds of things like she can get the latest phone and this and this it's fine like yeah. the issue she has you don't is need a boyfriend here's the latest phone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a husband i'm a fi- I, I tell her who i could set her up with if she just waited like i you know i show her all those indian dreams the issue oh that i have is that she thinks i'm sexist and oh. I maybe a little bit because I have two bit. sons. <laughs> yeah. They shave their legs. They, like they, <laughs> they get a lot more leeway. I mean, it's just how the world is. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. No, really? come on! You no. have the opportunity. I, I'm, to I'm really disappointed that. right now. I mean, they're they're my princes. Hold on, hold on. You no. are don't, don't, let, don't listen to them. They're boys. Thank no, no. you. They're boys. Boys are gonna do what boys do. Go hold ahead. on. You're a comedian and a speaker. <laughs> yeah. You speak to people. Yes, I do. What kind of speaker do you do? Like I, exactly, well, you're hearing me now. No, no. What, what like, like is motivational, motivational speak? A lot of women trying to get back to work. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Not parenting advice. Do you believe in arranged marriages? Okay, just, just make it Completely. short. Completely. You believe in arranged marriages? Completely. But here's the irony: I ran away from one, but my dad didn't know what he was doing. Like, I'm gonna be good at it. <laughs> I'm going to be exceptional at it, and I believe in it. And honestly, for my daughter, who's soon appro- approaching applying to college, yeah. I told her there could not be a better story. She should get married in junior year. Junior year of what? In high school. As a virgin. She should yeah, be as arranged. Like, go to India. I mean, like, can you imagine? Is there a single <laughs> Indian <laughs> kid? I'm shook. <laughs> I'm, I might be scarred after this. No, but you've got to have a story like that. Like, colleges don't so want you if you just... You're definitely motivated me. <laughs> oh, yo, so you're trying you know, to get that college I, scholarship. You're trying to get it. I don't know like, why. Get her I have a feeling that you're doing this to have materials for your comedy <laughs> show. No, I... <laughs> Like, I, I actually know, because it's funny, but it, you follow know. my Insta, you'll see it. Like I'm on the front page of New York Times last week because she fought with me about like I share too much, sharent yeah. too much. But I'm like I'm trying to put the feelers out. She's 16 and a half. I'm stressed out. It's time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you you won't let her shave her legs, so she you know this is not gonna. No, help. Once the on her wedding night. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. See, I, I appreciate. <laughs> that. I understand. Thank you. you. Oh, 
I and, and, and th- when they have sex, they have sex through a sheet. Listen, That's how we do it. Once she is with a man we choose, then yeah. we have to, you know. So I you believe that you have the right to? No, listen. In all seriousness, I say you know, I think I think we are we're entirely too dismissive of these traditional uh, yeah. things. They work well for a very very long time. I don't judge. If, I mean, it, it, I do think she should be able to decide for herself. But if she's okay with it, um, I mean, what? But, I mean, she's sixteen. <laughs> I mean, but if you see the trend in actually Bollywood movies, they're actually more about love than less. Than arranged marriage now, mm. so even India is coming to the Western, you know, culture, mm-hmm. and you know, love doesn't always work out either. Yeah, For in sure. three hours it does. Do you, know, <laughs> do you know? Do you know that in a certain way, I I think it is actually reasonable that that wise parents might have a better idea of long term compatibility between two kids than the kids do themselves at, at at 21 years old. That's, that's not yeah, crazy. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But, but I, yeah. I think the point of the point was is there has to be a balance. Yeah. You know, we can all agree, right? There has to be a balance, not one way. Uh, well, well, well let, let's clarify something. That arranged marriage can go from you have no saying at all, yep. you know, and no options at all, to... Introduction. Yeah, introduction yeah, and meeting and stuff. Makes sense. That yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm sure. okay with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you want somebody who's... And <laughs> ironically... Like, like Tinder is arranged marriage? <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, you know, uh, a little bit. I mean, but now, are you married? Yeah, very. And Super. your husband agrees? Your husband's on your side or he's more lenient? Uh, no, he he doesn't have a choice, but he's on my side. Jesus, <laughs> who's who have a choice in your household? Well, I run huh? my household. I'm okay. an overbearing Indian mom. Like, yeah. Who makes more money? I don't. Why would I make money? Why did I get married? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> oh my god. No, You're he cracking works. me up. He works, and I do everything else, and he's happy not to be bothered by the kids who are constantly coming up with like their American rights, like oh, well, you shouldn't be sexist, and it's all equal. So, so if you, uh, and I say that again, you know, honestly, like why, why do I live you're here? The, wait, you're the only one with kids here? Nobody else has kids? No. Okay. Well, I, let me I don't you. think anybody will have kids. After this <laughs> well, let me tell you where, where she's right. No, no matter what you want to say, a family unit, I believe, does work better vis-a-vis the most important priority of the family, which is the children, when there's a stay-at-home mom. I'm not saying women should stay at home. They should do whatever they want. Yeah. But the fact is, when you're raising children, you have the stability of a mother at home and a father who works. And there's a and and this this tried and true uh, division of labor is 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 not, I think, been surpassed by the so idea that, of, of of the mom and dad outworking till seven and the kids being raised by the that only nanny in one or the housekeeper. Huh? <laughs> I th- I think that only work in one scenario. Is if the dad makes a lot of money, but if would you would money's not everything. I tell yeah, of course. So if he's not making a lot of money, I think the 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 lady of the house should also work and help each other to give everything to the kids. I think the kids no, should what, get. No, what the I'm best. saying when she said I don't work, that's what I got married for. She was she was purposely putting it a little bit you know provocatively, obviously to be to be uh, entertaining. You know, I mean, and we all reacted to it. But the fact is, there is something to that. She's I mean, I, I make a, I make a lot of money, or good money. I'm happy that my wife and my wife will go to work sometimes, but I'm happy that she doesn't have to. That yeah, she can yeah. be home. Well, that's great. Yeah, for but, the kids. But this is also a very immigrant 
perspective. Like there is a saying out there that behind every successful woman is her mother. Yeah. Like I feel like if I had family in America that I could lean on, maybe I would have a different perspective. But when me and my husband are starting life alone from not zero, negative, because student loans, debt. Yeah. Stability takes 15, 20 years of your life. That's just reality. Or to have the grandmother in the house. Somebody some, who can some, step yeah, in. Hiring somebody to take care of your kids you know, is such a ridiculous substitute for somebody who is blood related to those kids. It, you, it, it's night and day. It's, it's, it's you know, absurd. I, let me ask you something. This is a true story. I, I want I, my husband I have to stay friend, at home. Yeah, I was that's, gonna, fine that's, that's fine too. That's fine too. Just and gonna, we, have, we have child care help, was, but you still need the mommy. I was there. just going to tell you that I have a friend of mine who emailed me. He wants to be in the show, mm -hmm. and he's Indian, and he's, uh, the topic that you want to talk is staying home dads. Yeah. He says his wife works mm -hmm. a great job makes a lot of money, mm -hmm. and he thinks one of them should stay, and he's the one staying. And so what if he can't get an erection? <laughs> <laughs> so, what if he, so what if he has no, <laughs> he's, he's given up on himself? Oh, my God. <laughs> it, that's an interesting topic, though, as young, you know, as people who, like, you know, I'm married, I'll have kids soon, sometime, hopefully, maybe, who knows. Yeah. But um, it's, a, it's a big, it's something to really think How about. Long, was it arranged marriage, if you don't mind? <laughs> no, asking? not at all. Okay. We were not arranged. We're, like, I'm Gujarati, he's uh, Punjabi. And um, but like work? it's like we're like I feel like our parents are like they go on vacation together. They're like they're basically like you know like married. They're if like we we got divorced, like they would still stay married. Like they love each other. So yeah. in their heads, I think they got their perfect arranged in law situation. But um, yeah, this is something really to think about because I I struggle with it a lot as someone who like has an identity. I'm a filmmaker. I have like. You know, I have a career and that I've taken many years to build. And if you have kids and then this whole idea of like, how do we divide this labor? You know, what is the right way to do it so the kids don't suffer? It's like a question that I'm constantly trying to figure out. Like, what is, you Listen, know, what happens? You, you can't, <laughs> at some point, you can't have everything. And people will tell you that you can have everything are lying to you. You, you have to mm. throw in, you have to decide what your priorities are. And that has to be the way you live your life. And usually in a, in a marriage, the, 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 the first priority is the children. And that means sacrifice. And s somebody has to sacrifice. Unfortunately, sacrifice is just not an American concept. Somehow we've been sold this idea in America that everybody can have it all. And I think I completely agree with you. I mean, I had to take a break for 14 years. Mm -hmm. I only started... Who takes a break for 14 years? Well, see, <laughs> that's the thing. Three kids. A mom. A mom. Oh, as, as a mother. As okay. a mother. Yeah, as a mother. I, I was general. practicing law and yeah. I was like, I just can't do this the way yeah. I want to do it. And mm -hmm. now I'm back. And, you know, I've had many comments about how fast I go as a comedian yeah. in the last four months alone. Yeah. But I feel like I lost a lot of time. And now, because I have the support of my husband and my kids, yeah. I, I'm propelled a lot faster. Yeah. But that sacrifice was, was essential. We couldn't be the family we are without one of us taking a backseat. So I think you can have it all, but there is a point where somebody's got to sacrifice something for a period of time. And sacrifice is an un-American word. Like, I find that people get offended when you even say that. I think the reason why you get offended is because it's been primarily women, women who yes. have to sacrifice. sacrifice. Right? I would so agree with that. As opposed to change the narrative and saying, oh, stay-at-home parent, it's automatically like, oh, a stay-at-home mom, you mm -hmm. know? And so it, I think, you know, my husband says this all the time. He's like, you know, my dream is that you book a TV show and... 
I get to stop being a doctor and I can be at home. And I think that's like we start seeing a shift in like, you know, the narrative because yeah. now it it's our marriage at least, you know, that's something we talk about a lot. And of course, when the time comes, we'll have to make a choice based on where I'm at in my yeah. career and where he's at. And, you know, yeah. he makes well, a I, I, I absolutely do think a, a, a stay-at-home father is fine. I I mean, I, I spend a lot of time with my kids. I, I worry two things. First of all, in the first year and a half or so, mm-hmm. um, it has to be the mom. You, I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, just, I, it doesn't, I, I it, it, the nursing, and it, it, it's just very, it doesn't have to be. But if you believe in the benefits of nursing and all that, you, you probably want it to be. And then I worry if there isn't something um, in the tedious nature of raising those children at that age, which women are just not better equipped to do, as you would expect evolutionarily they would be. I don't, I, that sounds, that's an extremely sexist thing I just said, I know. Mm-hmm. But um, I just wonder if if we sh- if it's it's a lot of confidence to think that this we're, we're animals and for thousands of what is it how many hundreds of thousands of years the women took care of the children and to think that that nature provided men with exactly this equipped men exactly the same way to do this that's a leap of faith it may be yes maybe no but it seems to me that there is something in these patterns which is just also born in us it just seems to me i think it just i think it's totally individual yeah. genuinely in general there, I there's mean, a curve I, but I, it seems to me you know how they say you know oh you're a girl you're you're a teenager you're gonna be a babysitter mm-hmm. i've been babysitting for money pretty recently and i'm like these people should not be leaving their kids with me <laughs> like i literally like you're an outlier <laughs> yeah maybe yeah no, i think no, it's no. like a totally individual thing like my boyfriend I see him with his nephew and I'm like, holy shit, you're going to be such a good dad. And I, I'm, I'm very excited to be a mom and I, I do have a maternal instinct, but I'm just like that thing that you think is going to get kicked on. It's like, I'm like, All right, let me take it from the other baby. side. Like, and I've read about, like I will wrestle with my kids. Mm-hmm. They, they want to wrestle me. My, my daughter and my son, they're wrestling with I've never seen my wife wrestling with the kids. Why is that? I've just never seen her wrestling with the kids. She's probably tired. <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 it's not, she's not a, like she's a girl. She's not wrestling with the kids. Yeah. Like, no, and but I'm not doing it because it's it's just it's just there's certain differences in our natural way of you know yeah, maybe, things. Yeah. It's just yeah, maybe in your your marriage know. that is a different like you know you guys. What's do the matter, Harry? More traditional. I wrestle with my girlfriend all the time. <laughs> yeah, you wrestle. <laughs> You have to so, let her win. So uh, there's a lot of there is a lot of scientific literature on this kind of thing, and. Uh, um, it's clear that that men and women are not exactly the same. They have hairy legs. That's but why. At the same time, I mean, when <laughs> yeah. you have, uh, you know, nowadays we have so many different homes, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it, the idea that a female is in every home again too is just not like. Sometimes there are two men raising a child. Absolutely. And that in that it, again, and sensitivities are different. My husband folds laundry better than me. Does the dishes better than me. Keeps the house cleaner better than me. He is. Phenomenal. Oh, maybe you should have married everything. a more masculine man. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. Yeah, to, 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 to have a clean, to, to have a dirtier house, and her husband seems to be doing I mean, pretty he's, damn he's well. Really, he's a he's freaking really radiologist. Wait, to yeah. give you the other side, I am. I have, I spend more time with my kids than any dad I know. I mean, I, I'm up with them every morning at seven o'clock. I I make them breakfast a lot of time. I make them bottles at night. I, I mean, I, I I'm totally. Well, it sounds in, like you're doing great. Yeah. yeah so I'm I'm. Sure I'm you I'm, could, 
So even though I'm saying this stuff, it's not a reflection on me like, oh, he's a, he's, he's a kind of dad. Or no, I do all that stuff. But I do still see that there's certain like repetitious tasks where I don't have the patience. And I'll do it, but it, where it seems to me my wife doesn't break a sweat on some things. Like she can just, I don't know. It just seems like there's, a, it seems like she came to this just with a different personality know. about certain aspects of child rearing. But, but maybe I, not. I, maybe I not. I tell you, uh, it's not only with the kids. I don't know if anybody have an older parents. Mm -hmm. They better females are be like they always yeah. when, they, when with the with the with the parent when they old take care care of. Yeah, because that's what's been expected out of women. No, no, though. but that's it's not. Thing. It's, it's like not even about expecting. Mm -hmm. I feel a, a girl will do a better job, like a sister will do a better job than a brother. Wait, wait, you know, hold on, hold on. You have, you have, you have boys and girls. Yes. How dis? I don't put words in your mouth. No, go for it. But I noticed that my daughter is completely different than my sons. She was from day one. I nothing I can do. My I cannot get. She loved princesses. She loved unicorns. My kids love super. They watch the same movies and have the same toys. Yet they gravitate. She's girly and they're boyish. Yeah. Now, you agree? Was that the same experience? You had? Same. Exactly. You, yeah. you, you can't force them to be the opposite. And that I, continues not, into adulthood. Not, that's not biological. That's just what we're kind of it's been given. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It is. First of all, if you Google it and you read all the literature, I think the science, the consensus, is, it is largely biological. But if you, when you raise kids, it still takes you by surprise because you don't do anything. And by the time they're six months, like the the son is like punching and I say, where did he get this from? I don't know. I I have so many friends who have children now, and I I disagree. Like that's the thing. I'm seeing like two kids, and one's a girl, and she's so feisty. Like she's like running into things, and like and no, feisty I, is different. My my daughter's athletic. She swings her trapeze, but she's girly. She's girly. I'm telling you. It just it, again. This is it's like a label. I think I'm not convinced anything. But does it mean is she less ambitious? Because we're talking. Yeah, I hope I not. Like, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's the we're talking thing. about ambition. We're talking yeah, we're not, about like yeah, what women do things. with their lives. You know, like where they dedicate their time for the rest of their lives. No, women can yeah. be very ambitious. I didn't mean yeah. that we'd be less ambitious. I think women can. I agree. Women can be very. I think I'm very ambitious. But sometimes, at least in my case, my ambition also was best served in aligning with my husband and making it work that way. And that's okay. I'm not advocating it as a, as a way of life for everybody. But I think if that is your choice, then that is also a fine choice. I find that yeah. it, there's almost a stigma attached to saying that. Yes. For, for 15 years, I've been telling people, like, the best gig I can have is to be his side person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because he does well, all of us do well. But saying that has been unacceptable for many years. Because when, to an American ear, it sounds like you are comfortably below him. Well, I, I believe you don't consider that below I don't him. consider yeah. I consider it a strategic partnership. I don't think that's an American ear. That's a very urban New York thing. If yeah. I go down south to Alabama, my yeah. American friends are, like, white American friends, a lot of them are stay-at-home moms. I mean, that's, it's a very, like... No, no, but, the, but the, the terminology "side person" mm -hmm. uh, it, it has a certain ring to it, which which is probably not what you mean. Not yeah. Oh yeah, you mean like oh, sidekick? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. No, I, yeah. I meant like in, in a in a more supporting role professionally. Like personally, I run the household. He doesn't know anything, and nor will he ever find out even what I'm doing with which kid. And I what. mean, yeah, that's the thing. We, we, you kind of fe fe when feminists talk about this stuff, they kind of buy into a sexist 
notion, which is that somehow the thing that you get paid for is superior and more important and more and, and, and more substantial than the thing you don't get paid for, which is not the case. There's no reason I, to think that the person working is, no. is, is doing anything more important or more superior or, or anything different than the person who's raising the kids and taking care of the home. These are all necessary functions for somebody to do. Right. I mean, I think feminist. Yeah. Yeah. Feminist. Right. But 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 they 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 say that. But then they will still not value the woman who stays at home, and they're buying into the sexist view of it by not respecting staying home in the same way as being a lawyer. Like, why is being a lawyer better than staying at home? No, I don't think so. I don't think. Yeah, I think feminism is you know make is yeah making it work for yourself. Yeah. Right. And it's crazy. That's what I want for my daughter. I want my daughter to do whatever she wants. Like she should choose. That's as feminist as I get. Like do whatever you want. I agree. So so. But if you want to be a mom, that's fine. No, don't let anybody tell you that you didn't. You know, you believe in feminism. Like you 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 are for it. You fight for it and stuff like that. No. Of course, because fem- all feminism is is just that men and women are equal. And yeah. So when you it. go on a date, who pays? Equal doesn't mean the same. Oh, I split no, the I just want now. Oh, I split the check. Well, you're married now. No, so. no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I split the check beforehand, and yeah. I and my husband ju- hasn't even gotten his first paycheck as a doctor. Yeah. So like literally, it will come this week. And I have paid for every, like literally, I have paid for everything up till this point. I hope you appreciate wow. and, it. And oh, he does. That's yeah. why, like, we're you know we're we're. What a great marriage. I have a great marriage. So it's, but yeah, it's you have a sister. Hmm? You have a sister? I do have a sister, a younger sister. Oh, because same values? She wants to put the check. <laughs> oh. Married she's, <laughs> she's actually seven months pregnant. All we were right, just talking about she wanted to be a mom. And so she, and she's younger than me. She's like five years younger than me. But yeah, we had different values. We just had different values, but we were raised to just do whatever we wanted. Were you, you married know? on an elephant? <laughs> what? Were you married on an elephant? Oh, I no. see this on TV There's all the time. A white horse. No, dude, those cost five thousand dollars, <laughs> and um, in especially a, here in, in America. So I was like, no. It's a Republican thing. It was not in my budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Republican thing, you said. Yeah. That's funny. You guys yeah. supporting Nikki Haley for president in twenty twenty four? No. No. I think she's cool. I like she's her. She's all right. She, who's, came, who's, she came into the Fat Black Pussycat one night. Yeah. And you know the bar on the corner, mm-hmm. and we hung out, and she was awesome. But she's drunk. But she was awesome. Wait, uh, she performed? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. She was, she was, she was UN ambassador at the time. Oh, okay. She came in with her like security. Oh, she did. Yeah, she hung out. She saw a comedy show, oh. and I, I sat down with her and we talked for a while, and uh, she was terrific. I like her. How come I think you were about to ask me about the splitting of the check thing? Oh yeah, right. What'd you splitting of the I'll, check? Yeah, like you know, if, equal. Mm-hmm. So that's another, like, my husband knows how to make money. He doesn't know how to spend it. So he yeah. has, like, this severe restrictions on what he can spend. I run that whole show also. No, but you're married. It's different. I'm saying yeah. if yeah. you when you were dating and you go on a date, yeah. and you, th- the reason well, we so talk about feminism, years, because so I feel like if years, I go on a date, yeah. and, and I said, Of course I said, you're yeah. supposed to pay. Yeah. No, I do. But I'm saying if I go, because like some women will be like, oh, you're supposed to pay. But then you want yeah. equal and everything. Yeah. So, you know, how no, does that I, I, I actually have a problem, problem with that. I, just, I have feminist friends yeah. who like are very feminist. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I I'm, I believe like I'm a feminist too, but like, this is like, you know, no, they Tell are the like truth. they have yeah. big issues with people who offer. To, they're like, should we spit the check? And it's like a big thing. And I'm like, yeah, but you make your own money. Like, why wouldn't you pay for yourself? Exactly. You ate food, just pay for it. Like, if you know, like, I mean, no, I don't see. I no. don't think it's a problem. It's not a problem, but it just. I don't know. I guess I'm too old. It doesn't. If you take a, if you ask a girl out 
to dinner, you should pay for her dinner. What the fuck has gotten into this country? Like, do we have to? Do I we mean, have these? Are, these are asked, nice. Do we have to like but, but are you deep gonna, six? Are you every, stop her though? What? Are you stop her from paying though? But that's a different thing. Are of course, I would stop her from paying. Yeah, I think that's it just you know it. You know, it shouldn't be like what society says. It's between two people, right? Yeah, in my in my no, like, but my point is like yeah, but you you don't like if you fight for everything mm -hmm. uh, as a you know female, you should fight for this. Like, no, I'm yeah. paying half of this. I, this yeah. is a big deal. I'm, like, okay. I I'm with him on this. I agree. I, I'm with you too. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm very, I'm New York is expensive. You, I agree. They're with you. How? What'd you say? It is expensive. I said feminism. Great. Only stops in certain things. Like, and I give an example. You're not you're meeting. You're meeting fake feminists. Clearly, no, no, no I'm sorry. Listen, as yeah. long as they sleep with me, it doesn't matter if they fake or true. <laughs> but, but it's not what I'm saying. What Yikes. I'm saying is like, um, uh, you know, a lot of friends. I'm for it, but I think it should be across the board. You know, sure. you know. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean? Getting paid equally, being a feminist. You know, he, like I like, think. So if you ask a girl on a, you ask a girl on a date, you expect her to pay? No, I don't. I'm saying. They expect you to pay. But if you're really fighting for a lot of issues mm -hmm. as a feminine and say everything is equal, mm -hmm. they should also fight for that and say, no, we want to be, uh, we want to pay our half, you know? Yeah, look, I mean, if I it's, mean, if, if, look, if a guy <sighs> offers to split the check, I'm not going to be like, no, like, oh my God. I'm not going to be no. like, you disrespected I mean, I, I, me. I'm going to no, be like, that's I, really, that's I, a really kind gesture. Thank you. Or if I'm, if I feel like I want to do pay, then I'll pay. Or sometimes I pay the check yeah. just because I'm like, I make money too. Yeah. It depends. Like in a relationship, I, it depends. I mean, this is what well, we well technically I researched it and it's supposedly whoever asked the other for a date to pay. You know? The fact that uh -huh. you were that you were on sense. like e yeah. how like how to date <laughs> I'm thinking of so I know there's an I, episode about that. Are, are you so. saying that when you go out with a man in your mind is just two identical humans uh, interacting with each other? They happen to look differently, but there's no difference in roles, psychology, any anything. Else. It's just two two equal, exactly equal humans. Like I could put on a dress. Or be a or or dress as a man as I am now, and it would be the same. It doesn't matter to you, like it's just like they're just people. We have no there's no differences between men and women. We're just people. I mean, I don't I, think anybody believes that. There's a dynamic between a man and a woman, and as a masculine and as a feminine. I think that's going into like this idea of like the man takes care of the woman or like that sort of thing. But I, I without even getting specific yeah. about yeah. it, yeah. Do you actually see it as two identical? No, I just people think that just happen to have a people. sex. Yeah, I'm not looking at it like in the old school psychology way. You, I feel like you're talking about it. I, I don't see it in that same way. Um, I, I, yeah, I just think of, yeah, just. Yeah. just <laughs> so when you meet a I'm man. I'm not even dating. I don't know why. No, when you I'm, meet so a man, I'm, he's, 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 he's no, no different than you are. There's no, no difference between you and a man. No, I'm in a committed relationship now with a man. And he's the same as you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. Like he could have been the girl and you could be the dude and it'd be fine. I mean, that's not how it works because, again, I'm attracted to men. I'm straight, so... No, he's talking about, like, the psychology of yeah. men, yeah, like, but right? I, but, like, the idea but, So, of, like, yeah, I would say that I do believe that women and men are... should be treated so, equally. And no, no, of course they should be treated equally, but I'm saying, yeah. like, uh, are you just as likely to cry as he is? Are you just mm -hmm. as likely to get aggressive uh, with somebody who wants to fight as he is? Are you no, just as likely such a to individual level, right? Like I yeah. think when, when I'm thinking about no. my girlfriends, I for sure, if you think it's just personality totally. type, I would say that types. like one of my best girlfriends, college roommate, she was never. I never saw this person shed a tear. Okay, 
I'm someone who I will cry when I'm happy or when I'm mad or when I'm sad. That's just, but that's just again who I am. But then this person, and she's like girly as fuck. She's yeah. very so, feminine. So there's you know, it's no like, qualities that you associate with men and some qualities you associate with women. I think that we're moving past that, right? Yeah. I think that's just you never society. Move past human nature. I, You're born I, with human yeah. nature. I think it's a good idea to think we're moving past it, but biology hasn't changed much. Like my daughter is growing up, and you know she will in her imagination be like, what could I date this boy or whatever? I do tell her, I'm like, if you want to take a break the way that I did someday, have birth, give birth and be home, then you got to factor what that boy is doing. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to have to pay the okay. bills. But you're, you're on another level because you're actually imposing Whoa. your view of how it should be onto the, onto, <laughs> <laughs> onto the girl. I so you're, you're saying something different than what I'm saying. But yeah. uh, you're saying something different than what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying that yeah. the idea that we're all inching towards equality, it, it, it's, it's a great idea. But the real-life implications of it are limited by biology. That's just what it is. I would like it to be un unhindered, but I don't find See, it. See, I, I, so I, I agree. I, and I, go ahead. Uh, no, I guess I think the, the whole... I guess the issue is that more so that the idea that, okay, if we are different because of biology and we have certain personality tendencies, like certain mm -hmm. tendencies, right? Women are more sensitive. They cry more. They're more emotional. So then they should, and so they're more they nurturing. certain things. Or, yeah. and, and like you said, nurturing. They're better at home. They're better at taking My care of elders. My wife is not particularly nurturing, by the way, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, it sounded, uh, you know, like it, taking care of kids and everything. Yeah. I'm, so I'm the one the kids all run to when they get hurt. But go ahead, go right. ahead. Right. See? Okay, so this is what I'm saying, though, right? Like, on one hand, exactly. Like the, I don't think like we've created a society that was like divide and conquer and it created put people in boxes to make things easier. But we're going to a place where the boxes just don't really exist and they don't really work anymore. I, I have two questions for you guys. Uh, the first one is like, do you believe that uh, we you we or you uh, either fight more for equality because of our backgrounds? Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't I know back home it's not equal. Yeah. So I'm very for it. And totally. fighting for, do you think that affecting you you a lot? Yeah, you know. Sure. But sometimes it this things doesn't make sense um, to be equal in a way. Mm -hmm. I tell you an example. You you said you play soccer, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think soccer female soccer players should get paid the same as male soccer players? That was a yeah, big issue absolutely. a month ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Based on what? Based if on how much money they make and bring into the stadium. Yeah. Thank you. So, who's making more money? Oh, I, I don't know about that or issue, based but on that's like what how I much they're winning. And okay, you know. so so if uh, for example, because that was a huge issue, and I'm for equality. Yeah. If, if it's if it makes sense, if it, if they both bring in the same thing, you know, if you win the World Cup, men World Cup, if you win the f the, the women World Cup, which we won, yeah. you know, how much yeah. you get as a country? I mean, ten I million dollars. Yeah, I don't split I don't into know. everybody. Mm -hmm. If a, if a man. Uh, men's soccer team win the World Cup. How much do they get? $300 million. Yeah. It's based on all the well, commercials. So how are you going to pay the same? It's it's percentage. They go. They both get the same percentage, you know, but it's not. So that's my point. Is the women better than men in soccer here? 100%. So if we don't you know? start chipping away at that, though, what's going to happen is like, but create what it perpetuates on itself but because ultimately we keep saying men's soccer is more interesting, more entertaining. They get paid more, so then they we value it more. So it, that number is always just going to be three hundred million ten. No, I, I agree with you, but my point is like we have to be if we want to win a battle, we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to have the facts. We we selling the points is like oh men or women are not equal in soccer because they get paid more, they get <coughs> paid less. 
when the women win more versus the men win, you know the difference in the competition. You're right. You know, you know same thing with tennis, by the way. One, with one play three sets you know? and one play, you know, guys play five sets. Yeah. But until there's equality, right? There has to be a symbol of equality that people can look up to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you. They should be paid. And Serena Williams did play, what's his name? So even even though it's not fair, like a woman only played three sets and guys play five sets, like four hours a game, right? Yeah. I'm okay with them getting the pay because there has to be, like I said, there has to be a symbol to look up to until everything is equal and we treat that. Absolutely. No, what you're saying is, this this is another example. What you're saying is sexist. People don't get paid the same because of their sex. They should get paid the same because of the money they bring in. Exactly. That's my point. No, I agree. Doesn't like matter. No, no, nobody gets, no, no, you yeah, shouldn't care what, whether it's a but, female, but female also, soccer or a male soccer. Question is, yeah. What was the gate? How much is the ticket price? I want to make sure that I'm getting get the same, same deal that, that anyone else does. Absolutely right. I agree, but people are not rational. You need something. No, my point is like yeah. we, we all fighting for equality. Yeah. We're given the wrong information. We're fighting the wrong fight. We're giving the people, oh, equal pay, equal pay. But you have to explain what's the difference. Is. Okay, but you know, you're also specific. talking about a very, very Just minor subset, right? You're talking about the most like anomaly thing, the Women's World Cup versus the Men's World I'm Cup, and you're talking about equal pay, right? Yeah. That is just such an outlier yeah. in society. Like, like I would love to hear, do you think that just in the same job, absolutely, in the same, in absolutely. the same office job, 100%. Do you think, yeah. That, just like Noam said, it, it depends on how much you bring in. If you're doing the same job, you get, you get everything, you know? And sometimes, a lot of times, we had a porn star here, and they get paid more. The men by a lot, you know. <laughs> so uh, nobody's well, complaining. Well, why is that? Nobody's complaining, you know. Because the bigger market, because the bigger it's the market. So it's I, the market. It, you so said something really interesting because we're talking about wh- a lot of, of the sports, right? And it, who used to go watch sports? Men. Yeah. Why did men? Men again? Men controlled all the finances. So this is the reason why we have to fight for equality and we have to keep pushing for it is because absolutely, yeah, absolutely uh, right. So they That's were. That's why we should we should why are you talking over her because she's a woman let her finish (laughs) (laughs) no i'm saying she's absolutely right 100 percent. so the point is is that yes at this point if we were to compare numbers to numbers Mm. you know although i did say that yeah that's what they should be judged on when you're looking at what we're pushing for right now is equality because women now have disposable income okay and this is also the issue with women not wanting to not all women wanting to become stay-at-home oh moms because we saw moms in our homes who didn't have con- like their own disposal income they weren't able to make choices based on like their personal preferences and they weren't if they wanted to go see soccer yeah. they didn't really have options well you're so right about that I, I agree with what you just yeah, said yeah 100% and let's say the same thing with comedy mm-hmm. you know i think females when they're funny they're very funny men's when when mm-hmm. men when they're funny they're very funny. it doesn't matter if you're male or female if you're funny you're funny mm-hmm. am i right yeah like do you guys feel it's different in comedy for you no, no, I, I mean I'm yeah. I, I I I'm shocked with how many people enjoy my comedy. To be honest with you, yeah. I'm shocked. I didn't think there no, would be if a you're single. Funny, you're funny. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, take her. You know what I did? I do find interesting is I did a show. Um, I'm not going to say the name a little while ago, and I was just the act. I did a sketch piece. I was an actor in a comedy show, and right. um, you know there were like four male comics, and the audience was like seventy percent women, and. Um, and it was like there was like eighty percent male comics, and their jokes were com- very interesting because they were like their sets were like um, really targeted towards men. Like the butter being was always like is something that a man maybe would have like laughed at, but like I was just like I this doesn't make any sense to me. Like I don't understand why this comedy hasn't evolved based on your audience because it was almost like constantly talking about how like 
it, it was like demeaning towards women in some ways, but like I know that good jokes like like I'm I'm weird. Don't actually I should stop talking because comedy <laughs> and me. Can you give an example? Well, we, I don't we, know anything we, about we, comedy. We're out of time. Yeah. yeah. But do you guys know a Parna nun, Charla? Yeah. yeah. She great. will not come down here. Who? Oh, Aparna, she 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 dogged us out when Louis C.K. performed here, and I think she never and she she won't walk in here since then. She's a I'll talk great to comedian. Hmm? She's yeah, she's, she's a great, great comedian. Yeah, she's a great comedian. She wouldn't come because of Louis. I think so. I mean, that's a personal. She's also really busy. She's, she's, she's busy. like she's really popular on Twitter. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are popular. Yeah. Twitter. It's it's not not lot, we have that. a lot of busy comedians. Yeah, down no, here. Wait, it's, not, it's, it's not about that, you know. Well, uh, all right, well, well great. Thank you so much. Do you want to share your information and where people can find you? Yes, I'm I'm Funny Brown Mom on uh, all social media, and you can find all my overbearing mom jokes there. Okay. Nice. Is your daughter it. allowed I, to listen to these podcasts, or does she? Uh, is that locked up in the? I censor it, Indian style. Oh God. I got nothing to promote. I'm just going to give my time to you, the fellow. What about your Twitter or something? Nothing, nothing. Good? Please. <laughs> okay. Take my time. Uh, yeah, my name is Pooja Reddy. I host a show called Kutti Gang. Next one's September 28th at the Tank Theater in Manhattan. And I also sh- host a bi-weekly show in the Lower East Side called Critical Darlings at Serafina Ludlow's Art Gallery. And people can find you where? They can find me on Instagram at Poo Reddy. All right. Awesome. Uh, my name is Gayatri Ball. I am an actor, filmmaker, Indian classical dancer. Um, you can find me at GuyTreeBall.com, Instagram, GuyTreeBall. And I currently have a short film, which I directed, wrote, produced, which is doing the festival circuit. And we'll be screening two more times in New York this month, um, August 22nd, August 17th. And, um, and then we've got Chicago, Seattle. So um, we're, we're there. And, we're and it won a couple of awards, right? Yeah, it, it did. It won Best Thriller, Best Horror, and Best Short Film. So... It's, um, I, I don't even think it's a thriller. And, and most importantly, congratulations to your husband for his new job. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited about that check. I'm like, I don't even know if it's going to come. I'm like, what will it look like? Oh, it's coming. All right. And live from America podcast. Thank you. Guys. Good night, everybody. Right. Thank, Thank you. Guys. You were listening to Live from America podcast. To contact us, please go to www.livefromamericapodcast.com. Brought to you by the Comedy Cellar and Rethink Production.